Hello and welcome. It's Monday. It's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy. Today we have special guests that will help you navigate through your dreams because I know we all have a lot of dreams and it's not easy to uh, implement them in our lives and we all want to do that, to do so. Mm -hmm. So our today's guest, Kevin Wayne Johnson, has insight and recommendation how to do so. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Welcome. How are you all today? Outstanding. Where are you, tell me again. I know you might have already told us where you look roughly where, where you're located. I am in um, a town called Clarksville, Maryland, which is part of Howard County, which mm -hmm. is geographically about halfway between our nation's capital and the city of Baltimore here on the East Coast. Now, I get the Washington Post, and so it will have tidbits about that area. Okay. And you guys have some great restaurants out there. We do. You do. <laughs> we also have a lot of traffic. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, Kevin, uh, put your dream to the test. Yes. How do you tell people to approach, even to start this process? Because we all have crazy ideas of what we want to be. And so, how to? How to start? Yeah, that's a, a really, really good question, Lucy, because the one thing that, well, the many things that we all have in common is that we all have goals, dreams, and aspirations. And at some point in the spectrum, at some point in our lives, uh, we achieve those or they are derailed. And then there are some people that are right there in the middle. So when you when you think about that topic, putting your dream to the test, what we're asking men, women, boys, and girls to do is, is test the validity of the dream that we have. So let me just share with you a quick example. When Kevin Johnson was a little boy, uh, I wanted to be a meteorologist. Now, I wanted to be a meteorologist because I met Spencer Christian, who at the time was the national weatherman for ABC News uh, and the ABC network, much like Al Roker is for NBC. And as a little boy during the summer program at home in Richmond, Virginia, I was just very, very intrigued. And I started to have a dream about wanting to be a meteorologist. Well, that dream ultimately was derailed because I never met another Spencer Christian again. So I didn't necessarily own the dream. I just saw someone else doing something that looked fascinating and decided that I wanted to do that. But it never materialized. Fast forward in the 11th grade as a 16 year old, my English one on one teacher, Mrs. Atkins, saw something in me that I never saw myself. And that is that she knew that I had mastered um, the English language. She told me that I was well-spoken. I did very, very well on the quizzes and on the exams. And she saw something in me that I couldn't see in myself as a 16 year old. And she provided some opportunities to become the announcer behind the microphone at both the basketball games and the football games at my high school. And so that what be, what what became an opportunity flourished into a dream to be able to speak uh, on a regular basis, locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally 
I owned the dream and I made it become a reality by working it. So those two examples are on two different extremes. That's why I say we all have them. Uh, a dream is just a blueprint in our minds that we take from conception to reality through work and through effort and consistent application. And it comes to fruition or it doesn't. And in some cases, somewhere in between. And so what we share with men, women, boys and girls is we want to make sure that you can actually see this dream, that you can live this dream, that you own the dream and that you control it and that you work toward that dream each and every day, every week, every month and every year to the point where just like anything else, repeated behavior, repeated practices and repeated mannerisms becomes a habit. And you continue to work on it and you continue to improve it and you get much better. At some point, then you can take focus off of self and, and re-energize that gift and that dream and that goal and that aspiration to help other people, to serve other people. So put your dream to the test, gets people to think about it from that perspective. Everything takes work. There's nothing out here that's free. And when we see people that are at ease and seem to really, really be on cruise control as it relates to the work that they do or the service that they provide, it's because they took that dream and they worked it and they really put some application and some effort behind it. So that's really, uh, Lucy, what we're getting into uh, around the challenge that we give to people around putting your dream to the test. We want to make sure that you are living the dream because you own it, not because somebody else necessarily suggested it or recommended it or says this is what you should do. Tap into your own core, into your DNA, tap into your mind, find out what that dream really is, own it, cultivate it, nurture it, uh, and, and, and end up, you, you literally end up as a world changer. Uh, I have three sons and my dream had always been long before I met my wife uh, that I would be a phenomenal father. That was always a dream. So when it happened, uh, I need to stay true because I own it. And my job is to teach my three sons to go out and be phenomenal husbands and be phenomenal fathers. And then we wash, rinse, and repeat that here in the Johnson family. So that, that's that's what I mean. I know it was sort of a long-winded answer, but I like to really unpack it to help us all to sort of understand what it is that we're talking about. Well, I like that because you just already instilled your principles. You talked about your principles, your family, how you all raise your boys. You're very intentional about it. Let me ask you a question. What do you think about people who, who say they can't focus, they can't dream somehow, but yet it, the, the very fact that if we don't have a positive dream, we're always accomplishing something negative that we put our focus on. And I mean, we're giving our attention. This is my dream over here. I can't do it. I can't do it. And then pretty soon we're not able to do it because we don't believe we can. Yeah, uh, excellent point. So the, the reality is that 
we tend to achieve what we believe. Yes. So it starts with a belief. That means that you and I have to surround ourselves by like-minded people who believe in us, who will mentor and coach and pour into us to build up that boldness and that confidence. And then when we step out, on that particular dream, goal, or aspiration, and we start to see that it's coming to fruition, it gives us the increased level of confidence and boldness that we need to keep going toward that dream and perhaps even bigger dreams as well. Because once a, once a smaller dream is accomplished, then we have the confidence to believe, okay, now it's time for the next step because I think I can get maybe a bigger dream or goal accomplished. And then one thing leads to another. But it's not unusual that when we find ourselves in the company of people that don't believe that they can get it done, they don't, they don't think they have what it takes, more times than not, it's a result of not being in the company of like-minded people who are speaking positive affirmations into their life. It's part of human behavior and the human element. We all need some form of affirmation. Um, even myself, I'm, I'm a big cheerleader of people. That's just who I am. I've, I've always cheered people on. You can do it. Go, go for it. No, no problem. I, I, I'm here to support you. But I need some affirmation from time to time as well. And yes. we all do. That's just part of how we're created. And so we try to help people to shift. Uh, into a sphere of influence where we're all getting some type of positive affirmation from somebody on a regular basis. Not necessarily every day or every week, but I mean, at least, you know, at least once or twice a month, there should be somebody in our lives that is speaking something positive into us and vice versa. Uh, it needs, we need to be that person that's helping someone else. And and we need that person or people that are helping us out. That that's how that's how it all works. That's why relationships and networking is so incredibly important because without them, uh, a lot of opportunities just don't happen. I mean, we I, I know successful people that don't have a big network, but I know more extremely successful people that have a great network. No, oh, that is outstanding. That is perfect. Ken, one more question. Uh, in addition to non-supportive environment that can fail us, and uh, we need to find a way to find that motivation from somewhere, there are also uh, the reasons of not pursuing the dream is uh, having too much on your plate. When the one person in the family is provider and they basically have to go to day-to-day -day job instead of pursuing the dream, so how to shift from those routines? Well, you know, uh, you all are asking some really, really good questions. So here's my standard response to that question. And that is, is, that, is if, if everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. Because mm -hmm. we don't have the time or the bandwidth to get it all done. So I always recommend to people, and this is something I do myself, I do not I do not ask people to do anything unless I first do it myself, is to carefully select what's important today 
in terms of something that needs to get done? What are what are two or three deliverables that really need to get done today? So I, I had a meeting um, involving my youngest son today. My youngest son is autistic. Had a meeting with his um, day providers and his insurance company and service coordinator. Half an hour meeting. That's a priority. It has to get done. Um, and and. If we try to do too many things, what happens is when we discover that we can't get to them all, it becomes frustrating and disappointing. And now we find ourselves trying to operate in negative energy, which is never good. So if everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. And I encourage people to take a look at your day. If you can, map out your week and identify what's really important in terms of what needs to get done and what would be nice to get done but is not necessarily a priority and 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 just move it down on the checklist because if you have five things to get done today and you get all five things done then it is a 100% day if i if i get four out of five things done then it's a 75% day. If I get three out of five, then it's a 50% day. It goes down, down, down. If I don't get anything done today, but I said I was gonna do five things, it's a 0% day, and that can tend to discourage people. That's not the intent, but it's just a goal setting and staying balanced is very, very important. So ho hopefully, hopefully that helps. Yes, it does. La my last question, okay? <laughs> because you raised some really interesting points, uh, is that do you think it's possible that, we, uh, what, that we're self-destructive and our setting so many goals, so many things to do that it's an internal mechanism to keep us from accomplishing what we really want to do? Uh, I, I would say yes, um, from the standpoint that all of us have the same number of hours each day, 24. And when you start to dissect that day, when it comes to balance, we know we need eight hours of sleep. So now <clears throat> we have 16 hours of productive time. Uh, how much time are you going to spend between work and family? and leisure and managing your career and, and relationships and personal and professional development, you, you sort of have to break it down in slices in order to make it a very, very effective day or effective week while at the same time being able to get things done. Because we're in an environment right now where we're bombarded with daily messages, um, internet, cable television, satellite radio. I mean, there's information coming at us constantly. Uh, we have to learn, and it takes time, to sort of disconnect and find that opportunity where we can get quiet time. You know, what, one of the main reasons I love this time of the year is because uh, our outdoor pool is open in the local community. And it is a great time to just go to the pool, 
and just relax, say hello to neighbors, get yourself a lawn chair under the shade after you get out of the pool and swim, and just kind of disconnect from all of the noise. So from Memorial Day to Labor Day, that's part of my schedule, literally three to four times a week. And it just helps to get away because otherwise we are constantly bombarded with noise, information, and um, it can be very, very distracting. Well, let me let me take it a little bit further. It is very, very distracting. And when you're distracted, that means you can't be laser focused. And if you're not laser focused, there's a high probability that we will never get to our dream or our goals yes. or our aspiration. That's the state that we're living in right now, not just here in the United States, but it's a global issue. Everywhere you go around the world, it's the same issue because there's so much information coming at us because of the advances in technology. Excellent. Excellent. So our dear listeners, that was Kevin Wayne Johnson. Go to his website, work with him. It's the johnsonleadershipgroup.com. You can find link in the description to this episode. Kevin, thank you very much. And before we go, uh, I know you shared the prioritization uh, exercise for with our listeners. Anything else, any other advice that our listeners can try this particular week in order to improve their goal setting? Yeah, I would recommend, uh, at least for the short term, you have to identify what those dreams and goals are and write them down uh, because you'll remember it during a snapshot in time, but you might not remember it three or four days from now. So get in the habit of writing things down. And then when you write it down, uh, stay true to your convictions and, and make sure that you at least move toward uh, accomplishing that goal. It's not 100% that you will actually do it, but it's start, start. In order to finish, we have to start. So I always encourage all of us to write them down. You'll have them there in front of you. And then you can put an action plan together so that you'll achieve that particular goal. Excellent. Hey, thank you so very much. I know thank this you. is going to help listeners quite a bit right now, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. This is Motivational Monday by, by Jim, Jim and Lucy. Lucy. Follow our podcast. And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.